So we know that there are many layers to the Torah. There is the uh, very simple uh, pshat, the simple meaning of the verses. But the Torah is a lot more than that. And it has a lot deeper meaning. It has esoteric meaning. It has uh, meaning in a way to expound the various different verses. And one of the laws that discusses in this week's portion, the section of Nosoi, is the relationship between a husband and his wife. And when a husband suspects that his wife has not been uh, faithful, and the Torah goes through the various different procedures, but in a metaphoric and in a uh, similar way, we also have the Jewish people uh, and God are also... um, been equated like a couple, like a husband and a wife, God being the husband and the Jewish people being the wife, especially as we are coming to the Matan Torah. The Torah is considered to be like the marriage contract, the ketubah that God gave to the Jewish people, gave to his bride, gave to the Jewish people who became God's wife, so to speak. And being unfaithful uh, to Hashem would mean as Hashem tells us, uh, you shall have no other gods. God warns us that we shouldn't stray away, that we shouldn't have relationships with other gods, with other uh, things. And uh, that would inevitably take us away from our union, from our unity, just being uh, devoted to Hashem, just being devoted to God. And um, we find the interesting halacha, uh, that the uh, husband, if he uh, had uh, instructed his wife, he says, I don't want you to be alone with this particular man. And then he has the ability to sort of uh, take away. He can forego, he can say later on, um, okay, you know what? I no longer forbid you. So then the laws will change then because at that point she's not considered no longer uh, under the kinui, under the warning of the husband. Um, However, what happens in the procedure, uh, eventually they would give the woman to drink from the special water. They would take a piece of parchment in which they would write several verses from the Torah and they would dissolve that parchment into the water and the uh, water after that procedure has been done and it had God's name on it and that was dissolved in the water after that the husband can no longer forgive Uh, metaphorically as the Rebbe translates this what does it mean going into seclusion? Uh, God is everywhere. You can't really hide from Hashem. So how, how does one hide from God and go into seclusion, go into a place? Uh, how does the metaphor work over there? And the Rebbe explains that the only place that is void of Hashem, so to speak, it says that if a person is arrogant... Uh, Hashem says, I cannot dwell together with a person who is arrogant. So, sort of, if you are there, 
and you're arrogant, then Hashem is not there. So, really, what it really translates, the way the Rebbe explains the message over here is that if you do things, um, and if you're arrogant, you are sort of uh, pushing God away, and you're sort of getting into hiding. But, as the Rebbe interprets, as long as the uh, parchment has not been dissolved. What does it mean dissolved? Uh, then it's easy. God will forgive you easily. What does it mean dissolved? He says dissolved means if you study of Torah, we're talking about people even who are learned people, people who are studying Torah. A lot of times you find great knowledgeable people or Tamidi Chachamim who unfortunately don't really behave in the uh, in the proper way, all what you got to do is open up the news and then you'll see that sometimes it happens even by people who are very well respected and you expect them and you know there's a great disappointment. So there couldn't be learned people sometimes, but if they're arrogant, they are sort of pushing away God. Then it's not really, uh, they're not really together with Hashem and they're going against Hashem. So, but what does it mean? If it's dissolved, what it means is, why is parchment, when you have writing, you put it in water, why does it dissolve? Because it really means that the ink and the paper, or the parchment, are really two separate things. And that's why you are able to dissolve it, to separate it back off. So when you put it into the water, essentially you're saying that you know what, the, the person who was studying Torah and the Torah were two separate. They were just connected, but not really bound. On the other hand, if you have things that are engraved into, uh, edged in the stone or whatever they wrote in it, over there, you can't dissolve that. Only if you take away the actual material itself. The words are part and parcel. They become piece of that actual they're written and what they're written in and the Rebbe looks just as a metaphor he says if when you study Torah you're not studying the Torah something separate it really connects with you you become part with the Torah so then even if there's a little bit of arrogance over there or there's a little bit of other things God can very easily forgive you Mochal, the husband can forgive but if it's in a way that your whole study to begin with is in a way that you're just like the ink on the paper, which, you know, it's not really, it never really connected with you fully. It can be dissolved. Then there's something wrong. Then there is some, then you need to go through the procedure. And as the Rebbe says, the procedure is, we say that you bring the carbon of, of, of barley, which is feed of the animal, and you uh, bring a uh, tenth of an ephah, which is a represents a very poor uh, level of a carbon, and which basically is translated that the person must really uh, understand that what he thinks that he knows everything or that he is such a great person, he needs to humble himself. He needs to realize that as much as he thinks that he knows or as big that he thinks that he is. He's just merely like the feet of the animal. It's like the sodium that really without any das. And only through that way, through the humbling himself. But then eventually, we, we learn in the parsha that once you humble yourself before Hashem, 
And once you sort of uh, go leave your past and you go away from your ways and you really connect to Hashem, then not only are you able to uh, be healthy and strong and, and be connected to Hashem, but actually you get a lot more success, uh, even more than you were before. As the verse says that the woman who was inspected and then she was found to be innocent, so not only is she innocent, but rather, but actually it causes her to improve and to uh, give birth easier eventually with all the blessings that she gets. So we shouldn't need to come to any tests, but we should really um, realize that we shouldn't separate ourselves from Hashem. We should always thank Hashem for whatever He's given us and be grateful, be thankful, and uh, really put things in perspective, you know, as great or as powerful as we think we are. Just keep our modesty, keep our, and then we can be connected to Hashem, and that will protect us, that we won't fail, it's not so easy to fail, it's uh, that we be stronger. All right.